0: This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, our very own criminal mastermind, Ryan Nelson. Excessive force, gym owned by a bad cop. I
1: see you, Omit (laughs) B-Writers. I see you. Also, let me say one
0: more thing cake theory still in play it's still in play there's still very much in play so we will see if that ends up coming to pass or not we'll see if cake theory pans out for us or not there's a few things that panned out for us few things that we still don't know still don't know about but we will see when we get to our finale on tuesday so if you have been listening to the podcast since we started back in january thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day if you're new to the show we hope you enjoyed as we talk about the ninth episode of the second season of only murders in the building on hulu if you are new or a regular and would like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. Go to patreon.com slash the main attraction podcast, and you can get Patreon only content. You can support us at a 3 five, ten, 5 10 or $20 level. When you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. If you can't be a patron, you can help the show out by rating us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating, and if you have time, write us a review while you're there. If you do write us a review on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on air next time we record. And we are doing a, a giveaway to encourage people to go and give us those reviews. And we, you've got a little bit of time left to, to sign up for those. Uh, so if you go give us a review on Apple Podcasts and give us that five-star review, we will enter you in our drawing that we will be doing on our next recording session so uh we're starting to run out a little starting to run out of time if you're trying to get involved in that so all right let's get into this just some general thoughts i know we both enjoyed this episode i know we both enjoyed this episode a lot so just some general thoughts though about uh the ninth season of the seconds of the second the ninth episode of the second season
1: so uh oh the omit oh, b writers an apology i was I was kind of like questioning them, <laughs> and they pretty – there's one question I still kind of have that they didn't, but, uh, man, they delivered on this episode. This yeah, one was did. fantastic. Answered most of our questions. Yeah, they did. And then, man, just some – like the scenes with Nathan Lane and Martin Short were mm-hmm. just so good. They and really, really good. the ones with uh, – with uh, Selena Gomez and Michael Rapaport And Steve Martin as well oh yeah well, with uh what's her yeah. name uh, Sher- uh Sher- Shirley Duplaine. Duplaine. Yeah. like they were like you could tell steve martin was really
0: enjoying himself being yeah, that. yeah
1: yeah and also michael rapaport not annoying he not did annoying, a really yeah. good job yeah.
0: yeah i'll be honest i mean we're gonna talk about a lot of things so i'll just go ahead and kind of start with that uh i i, I enjoyed this as well i thought it was if, if it's not the best episode it's one of the best episodes of the show you know, so yeah. far so yeah. uh Look, I'm not a huge Michael Rappaport fan. I I, yeah. I do find him annoying in a lot of things that he does. And we talked a little mm-hmm. bit about that in the past. The only other thing I've really enjoyed him in was uh, Boston Public. I don't know if you watched that when it was on.
1: No, I didn't. It, no. I,
0: I enjoyed it. It was, But it's a 20-year-old show. It didn't do it. A lot of people didn't watch it. It didn't only last like three seasons. But I thought he was good in that. Uh, other than that, though, I haven't really – there's most stuff I just I'm, – I'm just like, okay. Well, he,
1: he was good in the 90s, like in stuff like True Romance. He was he was in a movie with Eddie Murphy that was a terrible movie, but he was pretty good in it. But like he ruined one of the seasons and justified. He was, oh, was attempting he? to play a Florida guy. Oh wow. gosh, that's awful. Ugh. Yeah.
0: I awful. mean, he can he can play one character, and that's like a he new. He plays Yorker. Michael Rappaport. Yeah, he, play, yeah, he <laughs> plays Michael Rappaport. You're right about that. I mean, that's who he plays. And If you try to make him something else, it's not going to work. But right. he has been really, he hasn't been in the show a lot this season. But in this episode, I thought you know because it starts to kind of focus around him a little mm-hmm. bit. I mean, it, we get him you know doing the the opening narration that all the, the, the where they have every character or one character do the opening narration that kind of sets the tone for the the episode, and he does in this one and it really does set the tone for the rest of the episode and he does a really good job especially when he's with selena gomez and just you know i mean he's basically admitting the fact that he's dumb as he can be and right. but he's like you know what but i'm not so dumb that i'm going to give you whatever it is you're looking for uh so like i said just and, he was and really let's give there.
1: it let's give him credit he's making fun of michael rapaport yeah because yeah. michael rapaport is famous for having a podcast and a TikTok yeah. where he's screaming and Twitter. Right. So he's making fun <laughs> of himself as well. So yeah, you know, good for him.
0: Yeah. Good for him. Cause you need to be able to do that. If you're going to be an actor, cause yeah. you're going to be in the spotlight light and you're going, There are going to be times when you don't look great and you need to be able to make fun of it when, when you do. Just this episode, I th- what I think is interesting is they're, they're sort of kind of keeping with what they did in the first season where they reveal the killer at in the next to last episode, in the penultimate episode, they reveal who the killer is, but in this one, because it's obvious that there are more than one person involved, there's more than one person involved in this, they basically just come right out at the very beginning of the episode and tell you that uh, Michael Rappersword's uh, Kreps. Is it creps? I always mispronounce it. Uh, yeah. What is his? Yeah. Let's find out. I had, the, I had the IMDb up and I lost it. So let me pull that back up. It's creps. Yeah, it Kreps. So they basically come out and tell you at the beginning of this episode, he's the killer, but you also get to understand from the get-go that he's not the one really responsible for it. Right. I thought that was really good. Yeah, I thought it was really good, too. And I'm going
1: to be honest. I'm not so sure... There's not a third person.
0: Oh, I think there's more than, I think there's definitely yeah. more uh, because yeah. they said, we talked about this a, a couple of weeks ago when they mentioned that they've seen the killer four times and they don't yeah. know if it's the same person every time. So it makes me think that we are going, there's going to be four people involved in it somehow or right. another. So I think obviously uh, we know the Krebs, Krebs is the actual person I think who actually, killed her. I think that, I think that is okay. the case. I think he's the person who actually stabbed her on the night that she actually died. That's my personal uh, theory. I think that's seems pretty logical, but obviously uh, let me get the rest of the cast. Cause I can never remember the names of these people. Um, Tina face character sent uh, Cinda canning. She's the mastermind, which they'd reveal yeah. at the end. So she's the one who's put everything into motion. It's the other two that I think, I think there's going to be two other ones. And I'm not sure if Poppy's involved. Uh, yeah,
1: I'm I'm confused on Poppy. I can't decide her. So l- let's talk about her for a second. So we find out that she is the Butler, right? Uh, the what was it? Elizabeth Butler? Is it? Or, I think it was or something. Emily Butler or something. Yeah, <laughs> I'll look it up. So we find out that she's her, and uh, yeah, Betty Butler. Betty, okay, Betty Butler. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we find out that that's um, a Poppy. So what do you do? You think? Um, she's
0: involved? I don't know. See... Becky. Becky Butler. Yeah, Becky. Becky. Okay, so yeah, we get there eventually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, do you think...
1: Okay, let me... Do you think she's undercover to I, Cinda or, or Cindy, uh, Cinda, or do you think
0: Cinda is using her? I think she's using her. That's my personal opinion. Okay. I think that she wants that... I think she did something. She had either she is either paying her a lot of money to have faked her own death so that she could have this really popular podcast, so she could have all the inside information on it, or yeah. she had something on on Becky, and she's basically kind of using this as blackmail, so to keep quiet and to have her to continue to fake her own death. I I I don't see her being like. I guess this could be her like going undercover and like saying, trying to, uh, you, you know, I just can't figure out if she's not directly involved with canning. Why would people have assumed she was dead? That's the, that this is where I think they, they're going to have to wrap up some of that in episode 10 is they're yeah. going to give us the explanation for what, for what my poppy is there. Is she actually working with syndicating or is she just there because, right. yeah, because, uh, she wants to, Get revenge on Cinder or something like that, and that's what I can't figure out. Th- my 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 guess
1: is she's going to be the narrator of the last episode.
0: Yeah, I thought that too, but she also narrated one earlier this, oh, this season. Oh, you're right. So that's why I heard Yeah, so, so it's going to be Cinder. Yeah, I bet you're right. I bet Cinder. I bet Cinder is the one narrating it this time around. So, uh, or <laughs> the other. Well, this kind of takes me to who I think might be the other, the fourth person, if there is a fourth person. Uh, that would be the Jonathan character that they introduced in yeah, season.
1: Yeah. That was my other thing. We still don't know anything about him. Uh, what do you think? What are you thinking at this point? I think he's an undercover cop. That, so? That's what I'm, I think he's some kind of undercover cop. I think he's suspicious of suspicious of Howard and the building in general.
0: Okay. that I can, I think it's either that or he is the fourth person that is involved. Yeah. Uh, and he, she was, he was been there to kind of, and when he was put there after uh, canning put him in there after the first season to cause the, the, it blew up so much to try to get information, all that type of stuff. I think, I think it's gotta yeah. be one of the two. I, yeah, I that makes I, sense too. Yeah. yeah. I don't see how, I mean, I, I would be really surprised if we get to the end of uh the season and the only episode that he's mentioned in is episode eight, uh, that would right. be, that, that would, would be, be surprising. Weird. Yeah. That would be just really, really surprising to me. So, uh, all right, so let's talk about well, All right, so what did we All right, let's talk about what has paid off, what hasn't. Let's talk about what uh, we know now versus what we don't know, what we didn't know. One of the things that we got paid off was the birdcage theory that the painting was under the birdcage. I I did not see that. I was like, there's no way no. that one's going to be true, but that one ends up being true. Cause there's a compartment yes. under the, under the bird cage. And that's where the picture was. I was like, Oh, okay. I didn't see that. Cause I didn't even look at the bottom of that thing. Uh, uh, but that would, that one paid off. Yeah. Yeah, it did. i the credit to the Reddit people for, for figuring that one out. So, uh, and it's really interesting the way that they did this because they, they reveal the painting and Steve Martin contacts, uh, uh, Shirley McLean's character. Uh, what was her name? In the in the show, and it of was course. Bunny's mo- Bunny's mother. Yeah, she can't remember her name. Uh she, she was the actual artist. She wasn't actually she wasn't Rose well, Cooper's. Rose Cooper, is Rose the Cooper artist. yeah. So so she ends up being Rose Cooper. She wasn't she was pretending to be Bunny's uh Bunny's mother, but she ends up being Rose yeah. Cooper, the actual artist. And it's not the actual painting of them kind of in you know in the throes of love that, that, that she's after. It's the right. painting that she gave that she did for his dad as a personal request that he, she wanted so much. And when she pops open, when she pops open the the canvas and she reveals that picture of Steve Martin there with his dad, when they were, when he was, when he was a younger boy, you know, this is where, you know, the show just does so well, because I don't see this coming at all. Uh, No, I didn't either. Yeah. And I don't think anybody did. And it just, it, hits those emotional notes it's it's doing so many things so very well all at the same time and this episode just continues on that trend. I mean, like I said, I wasn't expecting to see, I wasn't expecting another painting for one. And then right. for when you see him, sure. When you see them opening up the, the canvas and I, you're like, well, what else is, what other painting is going to be there? And you see that it's that painting. He's like, oh, okay, well that makes, that makes a lot of sense. And it works really, really yeah. well. So, uh, well
1: then, and then Rose mentions that she's being harassed by brown headed woman and glasses for the painting. Right. Which so, we're is assuming is, is canning, yeah. yeah. Yeah, could that have been Poppy as well? Could it be one of the two?
0: Well, true, I guess it could be Poppy. It but also, Poppy. Wh- how, why, why is this painting involved? Yeah, that's another thing that we don't know. We just don't know what what's so important about the painting that makes that is making them go after. I mean, the only thing I think of is if canning was trying to steal the painting to just implicate to implicate Charles. That's the only thing I can think of. I mean, right, that right. doesn't. That seems kind of weak, though. I, I don't. Yeah, know. yeah. So there's So there's got to be more to it than just that. So well, I mean, then that
1: that also brings up who painted the fake We know Alice is a painter, right? So it could,
0: I guess she could have been. Could there. Alice be involved? Yeah, and it's possible. Even though know, it seemed like they gave a pretty, it seemed like they tied up her her, you you say that, that she went in the bathroom. That's true. I, I, I that didn't was think about weird. that. Yeah, that was true. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, because it, but it, other than that though, it did feel like they kind of wrapped it up did. her storyline. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. The only, the only thing I was going to mention, like she went to the bathroom and then her and Kreps both have come off mentioning how, how poor they are right. and how they've had to struggle. Right. Could he be her father?
0: I guess that's possible. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a possibility. Yeah, that that could end up working. So that would be weird though if it was. I mean, they, uh, look they'll if they're, if they're going to go down something like that. I feel, I feel like I feel confident that they will make it work somehow or another. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But that's still that would seem kind of weird if that's the case. But there's. Like I said, if it weren't for the fact that you mentioned the fact that she goes to the bathroom, I kind of have forgotten about that. So that was yeah. even on my radar. Uh, other than that, though, it made, they really did a good job of making you feel like her they story did. her story arc was mm-hmm. wrapped up in this episode. But now that you mentioned that, it makes me think that well, maybe there is something else too. And it.
1: that could have, that could have been the red herrings that they're just so
0: good at. Yeah, that's true. It, it could be. So uh, some other stuff that they uh, they wrapped up finally in this one that we finally get an answer on on Oliver's DNA that he initially tells his son that it came back. It came back that he was his father. And then we get the scene in the elevator when Oliver starts trying to choke, uh, Theo, Teddy. uh, Teddy, Teddy, Teddy. That's right. I always get the two confused. Uh, when he starts trying to choke Teddy we realize that's when we find out that he was lying to his son. And, uh, were you, did you believe him when he first found out that when he says that you are my son? Uh, did I
1: No. No, I didn't, and I I'm, not did. so
0: sure, I'm not so sure Will
1: did. Yeah, Will, I'm not sure he did either. After we find that out, because he, he, although he said he was relieved and they had that nice moment, right? Uh, which I noticed that a lot of people really like that Martin Short refers to him as, hey, baby, I love you, like he calls a son, baby. I, I've seen right. a lot of fans love that. But right. uh, uh, I, I, just, I don't know. Will just had a look on his face like, like he knew more, right. but maybe he was relieved. That one is left open, so... Uh, yeah, I wasn't sure. Uh, I mean, it's easy to believe that because again,
0: <laughs> he eats so much. He eats hummus. of those. Yeah, that hummus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's easy to believe that
1: he might be Greek. But right, you know, uh, could so let me just. Start. Could the DNA test lead to more? Because that was a big thing. Could that lead to more in the uh, coming up? Yeah,
0: it could. I mean, it, there's, there's, you know what possibility. I, I think it's a possibility.
1: I think there's a possibility Teddy ends up getting killed. He may be the one who gets killed to lead to season
0: three. No, well, he might be. That, and that, that looks like case. Oliver
1: would be the killer.
0: That's true. That would be, that would, he would be a so likely suspect fact. at that point. Yeah. You, you're not wrong about that. So he it
1: made such a big deal about the DNA. That's why I think it's coming back at some point again. Yeah.
0: You would think so. Cause they, they drugged that out for like three or four episodes. Uh, yeah. so yeah. I would think it would have to have a bigger role than just this. Uh, yeah. I would think, but, but it does lead to a, the, some really good stuff between yeah. uh, between Teddy and and Oliver because the, their scenes between Martin Short and Nathan Lane were just really really good. I liked the way that these two were interacting. Uh, you know, the, they finally seem to find some common ground between the two of them. Yeah, and you know, obviously they both have plenty of reason to hate each other, uh, and. I think that they do a really good job of showing us that, you know what, at the end of the day, you know, they're both probably not the best people in the world, but, they're still doing the best they can. And like I said, I just thought it was really good what they did with those two characters.
1: Man, I I agree. And, you know, we talked about earlier that, you know, Nathan Lane hadn't had a lot to do this season, but he really, he really got to, got to play this, this episode. And as always, the man delivers. He's just a really great actor. Anytime you can see him in anything, we're we're lucky for it.
0: Yeah. And this is just such a different role for him. And it's been kind of refreshing to watch because normally he plays these jubilant, uh, you know, really out there kind of characters and this, he is so much more subdued and so much more, more methodical and everything he seems to do and just kind of more menacing in in his portrayal of this character. So it's really good to see him in a, in a different role and he's done a very good job with it. So uh, that's been just been fantastic for him. Uh, Let's see some other stuff that we talked about. Uh, There is still the Lucy aspect of all this. Um, We don't really know where how she plays into this. Obviously she's, you know, she's been around. She saw. She was there the night of the murder. She saw the murder when. So, I, which I tend to believe is Michael Rappaport's character craps. Yeah. She saw it the night of, and it seems to take it. They seem to have taken out the possibility that you know we were kind of discussing if if she might be if Krebs might be the new dad, that seems that's right. obviously taken out off. The board. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. I think so. Because
0: yeah. I would think that uh, he, uh, Charles would know if Cindy canning was his ex-wife. Right, so. right, right, right. Uh, so that, you know, has been taken off the board, but there was still that conversation that Krebs was having with Lucy that we didn't hear that. We don't know what they were talking about at the end of episode eight. You know, and they seem to be, they, they seem to know each other or there seemed to be something between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And we still don't know why. So there's, uh, you know, I don't think she has a role in this, but I, I could be wrong.
1: Yeah. I, I think, I think that's going to end up being a red herring, but it, who, who knows? We'll, yeah. You know, we'll, I, I think we'll, we'll, we'll see on that one.
0: Yeah. We're going to, have to wait and see on that one. But she's got something to do with this entire story. I don't think you introduce that character and you don't put her in the situations that she's been put into. Yeah. If you don't intend to have her somehow involved in the resolution of, of the well, storyline,
1: you could see Krebs kidnapping her yeah, and could. holding her as ransom. So I, I I'm with you. I think she comes back for the finale though.
0: Yeah. You know, you mentioned that I'm glad you mentioned this because this is one of the things I thought was just so interesting when, when Mabel's uh, Selena Gomez is Mabel, when she goes to the gym where Krebs is working out and he's boxing, I thought this was just so interesting, you know, just the bravado that she has to confront mm-hmm. him, you know, right there. And, to not because I mean at this point you know he's a cop if she wants if he wants to do something to try to frame her or something like that he could do it and she is you know she's not backing down throughout the course of the entire uh, conversation and he's not backing down either and because like I said I just loved that that entire uh back and forth between those two because I thought they just both did it just so very very well
1: I'm with you as well. And she is not afraid of him one bit. No, she's not. Like, she's not afraid uh, of him. at so all. Gomez, just a powerhouse.
0: Yeah. And I was not expecting that when I watched, started watching the show no. in season one, she has been far better than anything yeah. that I was expecting when, right. when this, when this show started, it's been just absolutely yeah. amazing to watch her just command this role. And, you know, just be right there leading the way along with uh, Martin Shorten and Steve Martin. So, yeah. Uh, all right, so the uh, the other thing I think we the, the big thing they really have to to show us here in the finale when we get ready to watch it on Tuesday is what's the motivation? Because we have you know we have the we know it's the obviously that syndicating is the mastermind. They have revealed that to us. We just have to have it play out in front of us about how they're going to resolve it. And the thing we don't have though is the motivation behind it. So. I think there's one of two things. We kind of talked about this through text earlier in the week. What's What do you think might be her motivation? I think
1: it's it, – it, this is – and this whole season is about a sophomore slump. Right. Because when you have a big hit – and they actually talk about this in Scream 2 as well. Right. When you have a big hit, it's hard to have a good second season. Right, it is. So due to that, Cindy Canning was struggling, so she creates – a murder that she can investigate and she can take out her
0: rivals right and i think i think that's what's going to be i think it's going to be the fact that she needed she needed she needed podcast fodder and she is the true crime detective uh true crime podcast queen and i guess she does other podcasts as well but I'm, i'm not really sure exactly how all that works but you know that's her that's her thing and her biggest one was this it's not okay with oklahoma with with becky and all this other stuff yeah and i think that you know she needed that content and she needed that subject matter and you know what's better what better content than a true crime podcast being the actual killers in a right in a podcast so she's i think that's the main thing and also i think the what you mentioned as well the is the idea that uh i can also get rid of a little bit of competition as well if i implicate these three and they end up being found guilty for it so that, i think that ends up I think that's going to end up being her motivation. I want to, I want and, it to create a good con, good content, and also get rid of competition at the same time.
1: And I think our our writers, because they're so good, are telling us like, "Hey, y'all doubted us for season right. two, <laughs> and we're going to throw it in your face because they've been making like, you know, the the, the original three all have been concerned about a sophomore slump. Right? They're they diehard fans are worried about it. You know, everyone's talked about it over and over. Right and like so, I think that I think it's them telling us, quit doubting us. Yes. We are going to
0: deliver every time, and they have so far. So I'll be yep. like I yep. said, I'm, I'm I'm really interested to see how this finale plays out because they basically have laid all the chips on the table at this point. Now they just have to figure yeah. out a way to close the deal. So, and I I think they will. They did a really good job of it in the first season, and they've got some moving parts they've got to 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 continue to. They got some moving parts they got to continue to put put in place and get set where they want them. But I expect them to do it. I truly I, I really do. I think they will do a really good job yeah. of it.
1: So. so I've got a couple of other things. Okay. So really this episode we had, you no, know, Jonathan, Lucy, Marv, the doorman. Right. Uh, Ursula. Right. The, and then really Howard uh, because yeah. he, was, he was in that scene with Teddy and, and Oliver were fighting. Right. But, you know, uh, Howard had a black eye that he claims Nina gave to him. Yeah. And we never heard anything never more heard anything about, about that. that. Right, so yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I've always – Howard just feels like he's going to somehow always involve. Maybe it's just because he's kind of creepy. So, <laughs> uh, you know, like like I said, we, we may still have them. We still could be – any of them could be involved in, yeah, in, in next week yeah, as, as you talked
0: about. That's true. And it could be that, you know, the reason Jonathan is, has been brought into this is because he needed to get close to Howard. That could be what. Right. Uh, yeah. Be that. I didn't think about that. Yeah. So. And,
1: and I want to, one other thing, I want to mention the growth of Oliver as a character because in season one, he says, This apartment is all I got. Right. You can't take it from me. He tells Bunny that. Yeah. And season two, he mentions to teddy you know will my son is all i got right you can't take this from me yeah so you the, the growth yeah. the growth of that character
0: yeah that's really good because I, I, I hadn't i hadn't even put that together so good job on your part because I, I i totally forgot about that i forgot that he mentioned that to bunny at, in season one so so yeah lots of good stuff from for the entire cast lots of good stuff from the entire from the entire show to be perfectly honest with you so all right, uh, do we want to go ahead and do our weekly awards for let's, the show? Let's do it. All do right, it. so up first we have the Tyrion Lannister, the MVP of the week. So who is your Tyrion Lannister for uh, the ninth episode of the second season?
1: So I was going to give this to Martin Short because I thought this was just a really good episode. Mm-hmm. But as we talk, I'm going to give it to Michael Rappaport. That's who I went You with. know, mm-hmm. uh, he could have th- gone all wrong, but yeah. he delivered and... You know, I'm with you. I'm not a big fan of his, and I've seen him ruin some stuff. So, like, right. to see him do well. And he got to a lot to play with it, and I thought he did well. And he, he, even using – even playing Michael Rappaport right. as, as a bad cop, <laughs> yeah. he, he did good. So I'm, I'm going to give it to Michael Rappaport.
0: Yeah, that's who I went with as well. I thought he did just a, a really good job. I thought he – I thought his was the make or break performance for this week. He had to yeah. be. They have made him an integral part of this murder and this this criminal, you know, the the scheme that Cindy Canning has put into place. They have made him a central part of it, and if he couldn't sell it, then it was going to be it was going to be a difficult part of the show because you have to have this entire thing. You've got to have that part of it work and they needed him to step up and he stepped up pretty, pretty big in my opinion. So, all right. Uh, next is the Agatha all along the best scene of the week. What was your Agatha all along for this week? To me, it was
1: when Oliver and Teddy were fighting and it led to them making up, drinking and talking about fatherhood it was just a really right. great scene
0: yeah that was a good one I, I almost went with it i decided to go with the big reveal at the end because i love the way they opened up the show with him obviously planting evidence yeah. and doing all that stuff and him going to that bar and them zooming in on him and he obviously sees a woman uh at that bar and then we don't, we don't revisit it until the very end and the way they kind of re revisit all of that. And they kind of go through that whole deal with him, you know, doing the evidence planting him narrating again. And then you see the fact that, And they kind of start to, they really, they start to drop those breadcrumbs a little bit, a little bit uh, at a time with Mabel going to Cena Canning's office and talking to Poppy, having all this together and her revealing that she actually is Becky Butler. And then you see, you know, he talks about him marrying the smartest woman in the world early in the episode and we don't know who it is that he's married, but at the very end of the scene, at the very end of the episode at the final scene, you see him look at Cindy Canning at that bar and you're like, Oh, okay. And I just thought they did such a really good job. It of that. was
1: it was it was really good. And the fact it's Tina Fey. Yeah, it's, uh, Tina Fey's just yeah.
0: fantastic. So
1: And I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there. I want to watch Michael Rapaport Tina Fey make it out. I don't know why it just <laughs> seems so odd. It would seem very odd, in my opinion. <laughs> I would love to see them just going at it. it, would, it would, it's they're just such an odd
0: pairing. That is an odd pairing. You're I not wrong never about that. Saw that coming, yeah. It, I, it's just funny. I would not have seen it coming either. So, like I said, we they and they have not been on camera at the same time. Even in that last scene, they're not oh. on camera at the same time. So it's well,
1: I, and that reminds me of something else. Cinda and Poppy were outside the night of the murder.
0: Yeah, they were. That's what that, I mentioned. I'm glad you mentioned that because I meant to mention that earlier because we, it's one of the things we didn't talk about is, because i texted you this because you watched it before I did on Tuesday night and I texted you at the very end. They have been telegraphing the fact that it's Canning yeah. the entire time because I mean, they were there on the night of the murder. They were there ready to start pouncing with this whole theory that it's the yeah. murderer. It's the podcasters who killed it. And they came up with their title only murderers in the building. They've been telegraphing the entire time. We just didn't see it coming. So, yep. All right, last but not least in our weekly awards is the If You Come at the King, You Best Not Miss. What is your best line of this week? We had a lot. A lot yeah, we did. We of, had a lot. Lot,
1: a lot. on here. So I'm going to go with this was between uh, Teddy and Oliver. I'll be Olive, you to mine. <laughs> okay. So Oliver says, you know, I'm the worst father uh, ever. And Teddy goes, no, you're not. On your worst okay. day, you didn't drag your son into a – criminal enterprise or in a cover-up of a murder and then <laughs> oliver says true but i did encourage him to get involved into the theater
0: <laughs> and teddy goes Oh, that's bad. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it is, that was not my line. So glad that we have different ones. But yes, that was a fantastic line. Just a couple of good lines there between the two of them, and in, in a fantastic scene. Uh, just really good stuff between those two. I ended up going yep. with a line between those two characters as well. When uh, towards the end of their conversation, when Oliver asks. When he asked uh, Teddy, he says, I need you to do me one favor. And Teddy's response was, uh, let's see, what was it? Uh, Aren't we square? You send me to prison and I F your wife. <laughs> that was <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. that was my favorite line of the week. Yes. So uh, that well, was the that one was I funny. went with.
1: There was, there was another one between them. And it's, it's the way Martin Short delivers this when he says, do you sell it by the court? Like your hummus. <laughs> like the way
0: he says hummus. hummus. Yeah. It's yeah. just
1: fantastic. And then, uh, Also, Selena Gomez has a fantastic line to Michael Rapport, which she says, when she, when he walks in, she's like, Oh look, it's bloody Mabel. And he's like, Oh look, it's Rocky zero. The <laughs> yes. Great
0: white dope. Yeah. The two of them were going back at it really good yeah. together. So and,
1: then, uh, and let's throw out one more from Oliver when he's, telling will how greek he is i'm so greek i could go bankrupt and no one in the world would help me
0: <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> i remember that one too the, the likes they were all so good i mean just this, this entire show has lots of good lines and it's really yes. kind of set to pick from them sometimes but uh, yeah lots of really good lines throughout the course of this show uh and looking forward to seeing even hearing even more really good ones at the end of the season on tuesday so all right, so this brings us to our rating. Uh, we have a rating system here on the Main Attraction Podcast. This is not our final rating. This is just kind of where we are so far with this show. At the top of our list is Game of Thrones, and the second on our list is Lost, Middle of the Road for Us as Friends, Second to last is a uh, full house. And at the bottom of the barrel is a Baywatch. So what is your rating so far through the first nine episodes of the second season of Only Murders in the Building?
1: So last episode, I said last episode was a was a loss. But overall, it was Game of Thrones. Well, I'm back to Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. This one delivered uh, the fact that Cinda felt surprising but it felt so right that right. it was there. Like you said, they had been telegraphing it. Man, this show is so good. Even when they deliver who the killer is, you're surprised but you're but you're like, ah and right. then you're still happy about it. And, like, even the way, like you mentioned, the way they they deliver little things in the, in the ninth episode and then still have some heartwarming scenes between, you know, Nathan right. Lane and Martin Short and Martin Short and the actor who plays Will. And I need to look up his name because he was really good in this. Yes. Uh, so, you know, I, I love this show. And not to mention we get all the lines. And not to mention we still don't know. And I'm excited
0: about that. Right, yeah. There's still a lot more. To discover and they still have they still have they still have more doors to open up even though that they haven't even though we still have we have a lot of the answers so far they still have a few more to give us so i'm interested to see how that goes out but yeah i'm that with you as well this is still a game of thrones for me it's been a game of thrones pretty much since i started watching it and it continues to stay that way it's just such a good show i mean there are very few things that they do wrong and if they i mean honestly like i said whenever we do start to question them like we did a little bit at the end of last week they really come they really come back the next week and you know ease those fears because they are still setting stuff up. They, I mean, that's probably the, what speaks so well about this show is they do such a good job of, okay, maybe there's something to be a little bit worried about here, but we promise when we get to the next episode or an episode or two down the line, we will have eased your fears by that time. That's exactly what they did. So there was, there was reasons to be a little concerned last week, but after this week, is there anything you're concerned about after the, after this week? No, I mean, the only thing like we mentioned that
1: tell us something about Jonathan. Yeah. If they don't, if that would be the only one that I would be like, if that doesn't something come up with that.
0: Yeah. And even if that's the only issue, I can at least I can get by with that. I mean, yeah, everything else yeah. has worked so very well with this show that maybe they were just trying to give us a little bit more backstory on Howard And, I, right. and I'm okay with that. I think it feels a little bit, it'd be a weird time to do that. in Eighth episode of the, right. of the season of a 10 episode season. So, but nevertheless, outside of that, that's, they really haven't yeah. done anything wrong at this point. So no, absolutely not. All right. Uh, before we head off, we are going to talk about some things that we might be looking forward to. So what are some things you're looking forward to for our listeners?
1: so we're actually about to watch the we're recording on sunday yes. night we're about to watch this i'm interested to see how house of the dragon does and yeah. i mean by reviews how it's how the ratings are how it's you know people feel about it right. uh you know the the finale of game of thrones game of thrones was just like a. It, nothing will happen like that again where right. it was such a such a huge show, and then the finale was so hated. And then, like to be honest, it's it's been a long <laughs> eleven years since the start, and I think the right. world is a different place. Yeah, they are. One, we have a lot more streaming options. That was before streaming, right? Uh, also, violence, watching crazy leaders that <laughs> yeah that are uh, that love power. We've seen too much of that in in the last few years. I I just wonder if we're in a different place and people may start this and be like, eh, I've seen this before. So I'm interested to see how it performs. Uh, It's going to be very interesting. HBO wants to make this ongoing and they want a green light a second season, yeah, but the ratings have to do something. So I'm, I'm very interested to see the performance of house of the dragon.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm interested in that as well. I want to see. So I'm looking forward to that. And we're, we are getting ready to watch it in about 14 minutes from now <laughs> as we yeah. are recording this. Uh, but I'm interested to see that because you mentioned some things that uh, you want to see, but just how, because, Times have changed since they started yeah. the show and really since the show ended as well. I mean, yes. uh, and there's going to be some things that we're going to discuss as we go into this in our podcast because we haven't recorded our, you're listening to the second recording of the week. We haven't actually recorded the other one yet. Uh, just the way that it's working this, this week. Uh, but there are some other things I want to look, I want to discuss as well when we start it because you mentioned, you know, the power hungry people. I'm really interested in seeing how they, and we'll talk about this at the beginning of our, our, our uh, First, uh, first of the week's episode, I want to see how they're going to do the nudity and the sex in this one because that was so yeah. graphic. And ever right. since Me Too, it seems like people have kind of gotten away like, oh, maybe we should, shouldn't should quite be so graphic with that type of stuff. Yeah. You know? I mean, Westworld. And
1: gratuitous.
0: Yeah, and gratuitous, exactly. Just nudity for the sake of nudity, sex for the sake yeah. of the sex, because that's that was one of the things, and we'll talk about more about that at the, uh, when we talk about House of the Dragon. I really thought that, you know there were times when like the sex just didn't like wasn't like you're supposed to kind of like be titillated when you watch a sex scene and there right. was, some of that it was just like this isn't like sexy at all it's just people like just somebody just sitting there and it was just always kind of weird so like, well, i also think like
1: the violence of, like against children yeah. like i feel like we're more sensitive to that in the 11 years we've seen a lot of death yeah. unfortunately with kids at school at parades well is someone going to watch someone get thrown at a little kid thrown out of a watchtower? but i understand
0: okay. there's going to be there's more of that in this and it's yeah. based off yeah. of what i've heard from from the book so uh, like i said i'll be interested how that plays out too so and i can't wait to discuss a little bit more about that in detail yeah. in just a little bit here <laughs> yeah. about an hour so uh anything else you're looking forward to before i get to mine no, that that's it. Uh, the only other thing I have, I saw a trailer and there was some news announced about the Netflix series Wednesday, uh, which is based oh, on yeah. Wednesday Adams. Uh, there was a trailer that came out and it looks it looks pretty good. It's, uh, yeah, it, it's it says it's from the mind of Tim Burton. I don't know if he's like the showrunner or the director or this thing or executive producer. I don't know exactly how his involvement is is with it, but or if it's just because he did the the Adams Family movies in the nineties, didn't he?
1: I, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah, yeah. I don't
0: know if it's, that's just the reason that there's taking inspiration or me. Like I said, I don't really know how it's how he's involved with it, but you can see his influence on it when you watch the trailer to be, yeah. to be perfectly I- honest.
1: He is at least a director of one of the episodes. Okay.
0: That makes sense. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. And also I read today where it was announced that Christina Ricci is actually going to be a cast member in the show. So,
1: yeah. So he didn't direct those. I wonder if he's not a, He's producer, got to be a producer,
0: or writer, or something. I would think so because I mean those those were so very much like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's not
1: anywhere involved. Really, I thought he I'm was shocked
0: by this too.
1: Yeah, I thought he but was. He he must have wanted to. Obviously, he was jealous, and that's why he's
0: doing. This. <laughs> that's why he's doing the show because he wanted to be a part of it. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, that surprises me. That really surprises me. I thought I he was too. involved in that,
1: but I guess. Not. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was glad to see Christina Ritchie. and. Dude, there is no better Morticia Adams than Catherine
0: Zeta Jones. Yes. There is not a go. better
1: person for that part.
0: Yeah, she's gonna be she's gonna be good in it. I haven't seen her in forever, so I'll be interested yeah. to see her again. Like I said I don't know when it's coming. All I know is it says it's coming this fall, so it's supposed to be at some point before the year is over. So I uh, I'll be looking yeah. forward to that to say the least. So All right. Uh, I guess that does it for us for this week. Uh, Let's just go ahead and talk about next week. So next week we will be discussing – we're going to be coming on – we'll be recording on Monday, so our House of the Dragon episode will come a little bit later. Uh, It'll come a day later than it normally will throughout the course of the House of the Dragon run. Uh, So we will be coming out to you guys on Monday. And we'll go ahead and uh, – I may since the finale is actually going to be over. I may wait a day or two to release the – only merge the building finale but those are our first two episodes those are our two episodes for next week so if you haven't watched either one of them go ahead and watch those once you get a chance and anything else you want to add ryan i appreciate everyone joining us and we'll talk to you next time i would echo those same sentiments and as always until next time may all of your entertainment dreams come true